0: Good day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. You are checking out yet another Woke and Bake slash streaming service and chill. And today we are reviewing Dune. Now I know what you're thinking, didn't that movie just come out? Yes, that's why we are reviewing it. Now, the film itself is based on the Frank Herbert book and tells about the first part of the story Whereas the original David Lynch version tried to tell the whole story in like two and a half hours It's a really big story It, it will take more time to tell said story than just one two and a half hour David Lynch movie Not to be uh, not to say that the David Lynch movie could not have been even better apparently there's 50 minutes of unreleased director's cut material just kind of lying around and i'm sure siri and i will get into that conversation as well as well as the earlier 1977 film that was looking to be made all right we'll talk about that at a much later date so i am joined by will bogart will is the co-owner of inkwell's bookshop in lovely soldatna they sell this book so if you want to see what the difference is between the film and the book you can do that and he would love to help you he and his wife bethany have been running the store for a couple of years now and they cover or i'm sorry they carry all kinds of very very cool books also on the uh, podcast today is may Britton. she is a former guest of the podcast she has reviewed movies like they live with me and we talk a lot about you know jujitsu stuff all right folks Here is our review of the 2021 Dune that is currently on HBO Max and in movie theaters. If you've seen the movie, let me know what you think and we can discuss it. All right. Have a great day and do good stuff with good people. So speaking of of skin jobs, Will, you might appreciate this. My daughter is walking around the house in a hoodie with a, um, a unicorn, like an origami unicorn. <laughs>
1: nice.
0: Um, yeah, and I'm tiny. like, honey, do you, do you know where the origami unicorn comes from?
2: And I have she, no idea.
0: And, and she's like, oh, I have no idea. And I'm like, well, it comes from Blade Runner.
2: Oh, yeah, right, huh? Yeah. Oh.
1: I did forgot all about that shit. Yeah, that's and I was plan.
0: like, "That you don't know how cool that is, and that's probably not why that shirt exists, but that's pretty damn cool.
2: <laughs> that is pretty
1: cool. Right.
2: I agree. There's my pile, May.
1: Nice. That oh, yeah. Well, we did. That's what we're <laughs> working on piles. I like that. <laughs> I, how do you turn the camera around? I want to show my shit off to you. Can you hear the sound effect? (laughs)
0: Like that's, that's Alaska. Like piles of wood just hanging out. just hanging out with stuff.
2: pile. And then it's like the finished product.
0: The finished product. product,
2: Yeah. Right?
1: Mine is so far away right now. I am not walking over there.
2: And I burned it up last night. Would you keep your house? like 77 degrees, it's like tropical in
1: your It's 90, it has to like be eight it has to be like 85, 90, just walk around, everybody can walk around the shores, and hang out, it's not like walk around your hoodie, you walk around your long pants, you know. Hey, may, I add, may I add that like I pretty much live in long guns after? Not, Not in, in my bed. <laughs> 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 Not in my bedroom.
3: <laughs> Unless you were cutting
0: weight. <laughs> it does. weight. <laughs> I, 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 I need to let anyone who's going to watch this down the road know that Bay is a uh, world, shift, uh, world champion, uh, jujitsu player.
1: Uh, <laughs> world shitter.
0: <laughs> uh, will. been reading since, well, he never <laughs> stopped reading, uh, and we're all grateful for everyone here. So we're here today to discuss Dune. Can I do the real quick uh, Wikipedia breakdown on the film we watched last night? Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. Dune is a 2021 American epic science fiction film directed by Dennis Villanueva with a screenplay, uh, screenplay by John Bates, Villanueva, and Eric Roth. It is the first of a planned two-part adaption of the 1965 novel of the same name by Frank Herbert, primarily covering the first half of the book. Set in the far future, it follows Paul Atreides as he and his family, the noble House Atreides, are thrust into a war for the dangerous desert planet Arrakis between the native Freeman people and the enemy invaders and the former rulers of Arrakis, the oh, House Harkonnen. The film stars an ensemble cast of Timothy with two E's at the end, Chamolet, Rebecca Ferguson, Oscar Isaacson, Josh Brolin, Stellan Skarsgård, Dave Batista, Stephen McKinley, Henderson, Zendaya, David Damastigheba, David Chang, Sharon Duncan Brewster, uh Charlotte Ramping, Jason Momoa, and Javier Bardem. So we're gonna have a little bit of fun with this today.
2: For the film,
0: mm-hmm. I would like to mostly talk about the characters as uh as as their uh their roles in other movies. Now, I've never read the book. Will you have read the book? Uh Jacob, you have read the book. May have you read the book? Yes. Okay, I oh, got yeah. into about 30 minutes of the audiobook. You all have me beat. <laughs> we right
2: the, the, the author biography and that's about it. Yeah. About the author. All
0: right, so... Uh, but right now, off, I, I s- could not even imagine trying
1: to read it now.
0: Um, were you fans of... I'm assuming you were fans of the book. Like, Tales of a Fourth Grade Nothing is my shit. <laughs>
2: um yeah i've been a huge fan of the book and the series like forever yeah um yeah i read the book like, i I remember probably early teens and then as the movies came out was huge fan of the movies probably watched the original doom movie 10 times easily <laughs> but, but oh, yeah. yeah huge fan as a matter of fact i just ordered the book today, so I could reread it after watching it last night. I, I would yeah, also like I have, the,
0: go ahead. Maggie, I'm sorry.
1: Oh, I, I wanted to reread it too because I wanted to see if they changed anything. Like I don't know, it just seemed like it was a little different. Like you said, the original movie was a little different. And plus, we had Sting in the original movie, and it just he just made it awesome. But you know, do <laughs> 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 I like? Now we got man, so he made it even better. But like, anyhow, that's from the chick peel. point
2: of view. He had the Yeah, peel. yeah.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> but I kind of wanted to see if they did change anything uh, from the original book to like, because I know they rewrite books. Like, you know, they make a difference. Everybody's smoking, but me. I'm gonna go fucking smoke too. Sorry, Run. podcast.
0: Right, you're, you're totally. Gonna- you're totally cool. Um, I didn't get my reading. So, so right now, Jacob is probably looking up um, the the differences between the book and the films, uh, plural. Um, when you were looking at uh, at Batista, did you did you compare him to Sting, or did you compare him to the original character? Because for me, I I had to look at it as. Is this Sting? Is he supposed to play Sting? I know that this isn't like the 18 movie, but.
2: No, I couldn't even imagine
1: him as Sting at all. There
2: was no connection. So Sting originally played uh, Fade and Rabon. Yeah. And Fade was a different character. And then the Batista, he was doing Rabon, which was supposed to be a meathead, anyways. Yeah,
1: he, yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. There's no way he was supposed to play shape. because he's not sexy enough, and that guy was kind of like a, he was a, like a porn star on steroids type, you know, attitude. I thought <laughs> he just wanted to do everything. It's like, I was like, remind me of, and then Sting kind of fitted. Yeah, <laughs> uh, anyhow, <laughs> it was back in the '80s. Everybody was porn star that was popular.
2: So now, yeah. now Jake has got to look up Sting porn.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So Llewellyn, <laughs> then, um, then, then let's turn it around a little bit. Did, uh, Llewellyn from no country for no, uh, no country for old men or, uh, Corey Webster from rad, do you think that he did a really good professor X in this movie?
1: Uh. I don't know, I'd have to, I don't even know that, which guy was that, he, uh, not Dr. Lee. So, uh, Professor X. Oh, the chick?
0: Wait, no, Jean-Luc Picard. Jean-Luc Picard oh. in the first film, and um, in, in this film, um, uh, it was Josh Brolin. But how hey, do you Duncan. feel like the, char- the character's interactive?
1: Duncan, okay. Oh, well it just it's different to uh, even compare them because yeah. like you know when you have a visual picture of one thing it kind of sticks in your mind and then if somebody tries to play it with a different person it doesn't fit it's like oh that's kind of like what they've been doing with batman they're always changing him you know and it's like oh that's fucked up just leave batman alone like the same character it's hard to picture a different batman every time you're like Michael Keaton played a good Batman. <laughs> like, you know? And then the other guy came in and he was too sexy to be Batman.
2: Anyhow, sorry. I thought as far as the character went, it went was well, like the military mastermind or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, like a, a cranky old man. Uh but I thought Sean Luke Picard definitely pulled it off better. Yeah, he
1: seemed more teachery, not so mean. The other guy just seemed like he wanted to kick the shit out of him no matter what he did, and he was going to fuck his world up. And then he hugged him. That's kind of abusive. You know, like, <laughs> it's the face, face. Try to stab you, but I love you, bro. What the fuck? That would be so weird growing up like that. I don't know.
0: Psychos it, it, it are it made that a weird way, way of growing up, but in, in jujitsu, you do the fist bump before you try to break someone's shoulder. So, you know, like, well, I mean, started, I don't know. They weren't flow rolling. They weren't, this wasn't a warm up. They were literally trying to kill each other with knives.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, he was trying to stab his ass, like, slowly, well, break through the barrier. That's kind of crazy.
0: Apparently, Ronda Rousey's mother used to wake her up with uh, arm bars.
1: I heard that. And I also heard that, like, if she was in competition, she would go behind her competitors and like fucking knee check them. <laughs> so they would dump over. She was like, yeah, bitch, I'm that bitch. Like I, was like, I would have fucking clocked her. I don't know. I'd have been on that. No, nah, bitch. <laughs> like, Because you can't let a bully do that. That's a bully. That's right. unsportsmanlike. So are we, Anyhow,
0: saying, then, are, are we saying that John Luke Picard was far more sportsmanlike than Corey Webster? I think uh, jean
2: Lou Picard was more aristocratic, which made him, yeah, like, yeah. more, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: I like Will's big words. He fucking played it right. <laughs> <laughs> I said, he did. He fit the role. He was like father figure, but yet he would kick your ass. The other guy just seemed like he just wanted to beat you down. He made me nervous. I was like, oh, I'm going to fuck up. <laughs>
0: um. I, I did like, I, I thought it was interesting that uh, one of the leaders of the free men, uh, Javier Bottom, uh, was also in No Country for Old Men.
1: That's where I saw that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He uh, was. He did really good. He played a good role. I like how he, uh, he was like, fuck it. He was going to take the chick on no matter what. He was very surprised when she whooped his ass. And he respected that. He took it I mean, he took it well, like, oh, no shit. She just kicks my ass in front of everybody.
2: Yeah. I like oh, yeah. That. Well, that's the that's the introduction to the weirding. Yeah. Way. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. And it was it was cool how it was played out, you know. They thought they were gonna be safe and okay. And she's like, Well, I guess I gotta fight for my shit.
0: <laughs> that. Um. Yeah. I I mean okay so I as a child never made it past the first 30 minutes of the movie just because once they took out the the heart and blood it just freaked me the fuck out like oh
1: yeah and spewed everywhere
0: and (laughs) there were so many things that because I'm not familiar with the book I was expecting because I was familiar with the movie it seems like this particular movie there was only maybe one reference that you might get from the other film, um, which on one hand, I, I like a lot in, in newer movies that, that seem to be a lot of remakes and a lot of like hugging the nostalgia of like the the series that got us involved in the first place. I don't know if you saw many Saints of Newark, save yourself two hours and do something else for two hours. Um, <laughs>
1: Oh no, I didn't but,
0: see that. But the the film existed to remind us of why we liked The Sopranos, mm-hmm. and maybe get us to watch The Sopranos again. But it didn't make us give any more of a shit about The Sopranos as a show. It just kind of sucked. It was a way to kind of like, oh, there's a there's a reference to this person. There's a reference to this event. There is a th- this is why this person is the way they are. Kind of. Um, You know, but the film itself was shit. Um, Not fun to watch. Find something else to do for two hours, I guess is what I'm saying. Were you, did you enjoy that there were references to the original? Were you, how did you feel uh, about not seeing a lot of (laughs) references to the first film? Um, Like we see in in remakes now that there's a lot of references to the original material or the original film or, or the film series um just to get that sort of that the heart beating the nostalgia of it but there wasn't so a lot
2: for of- me it's like for me i i think like the the original film even a mini series kind of stayed true to the story of the, the uh that frank herbert put out so i think with this film they referenced it enough of the book to still maintain the same kind of nostalgia storyline with the movie. Uh, I was looking forward to heart plug, even the weird, creepy, like rub his hand in the blood. Yeah, all,
1: he got so weird blood. about it.
2: Yeah, yeah, like in the old movie, um, that was not done in this one. So, but as far as like the nostalgia going, I mean, I was like a teenager all again watching that thing. I was just so excited. Ooh, here it is. Yes, <laughs> very exciting. The helicopters got me really excited. I jumped out
1: almost out of the sea. I was like, oh, check out those helicopters! And Will just looked at me and laughed. I was like, oh my gosh, that <laughs> shit is awesome. They were really cool, the Dragonfly helicopters. That has to be the bomb shit right there.
0: So, um, So the film really did take itself from the book then? Yes. Yeah. OK, do you think that it does a disservice to the source material? When you try and compound it into a two and a half hour movie, when you had to have a, a full mini series <laughs> story before,
2: um, I think like I think by them splitting it, that they're still maintaining the story. Like trying to do two parts for one book, uh, I think that's like because the original like this part one, I think they really. Gave a uh, two and a half hours to build up for the rest of the series because, like, that, yeah. I think that's important to establish the House of Targaryen, House Arconan, establish the Fremen, and uh, the Emperor and the spice. And I think that the pacing of it went really well for like to do the novel justice because, like, in the original movie, they tried to cram all of this information in. Um, in like, like two hour hours. and a half. Like, like, was it like, hour?
1: It was, I think two hours. I think it was, that.
2: is it the original one?
1: Yeah. Or I thought it was,
2: I two think it hours? was really, it okay. was,
1: yeah, it was like two hours of, oh my gosh, really?
2: <laughs> right. Uh. And then they kind of just rushed through everything to try to get this whole story in two hours. Where, Whereas now, like with this one, I they, think they, splitting it up was uh, um, a good idea because they could still maintain the uh, uh, the story. um but have time to tell it. Yeah, and Enough. I like
1: how they left the worms there at the end. To are are we spoiler alert here? We, we always say spoiler oh, yeah.
0: alert at the very beginning, and at the intro, uh-huh. I'll say spoiler alert. Tell it yeah. <laughs>
1: everything. I just I just I just oh, like God. how they introduced the worm writing. Like, you know, like there w- there's a real uh, tie with the worm and the Fremen. There's a real Closeness—I mean—to them, it's not just we just get use them every once in a while, or they're in control of everything. There's actually a relationship, and that worm riding, because I mean, you got just like a horse, it's got to trust you, got to you know. So I figure that those guys who are—I like that at the end. That was cool. I was like, oh my gosh, they're gonna show the worm riding, and the worm faced up and didn't munch him. I like how it—it just kind of stared at him with all of its teeth yeah yeah that made I did not
0: i didn't i didn't get that at the time and now that you mention it so the, the so the worms and the fremen and they're fremen not freemen okay so the fremen um and the worms have a connection so the worm understood uh, the value of Paul atreides is what you're saying
1: yeah like he knew yeah. who he was they're, they already had a tie like they have a tie you know how like native people say they have a tie with the earth and all that the frame had a tie with them worms. They were tied, the planet was tied in together and he that worm recognized him as who he was. I was like, oh, look at that shit. Or else it could have munched him. It would have like, ooh, consumed. It didn't,
0: you know. So, um, so then when, spoiler alert, uh, when the kid that becomes Willy Wonka in the new Willy Wonka series kills the guy in the knife fight, was it then an honor to be killed by the 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 hero by the the neo the
1: well yeah
3: it was an honorable death very much so whoever he was fighting against and killed them it was honorable yeah
0: yeah that culture well they brought him back they brought him back well they
1: brought they do that to take the water you know like they drain the water he gives back the water to them. You know, that's the whole thing. But it was, I mean, he had to prove himself, and he did. When he fought that guy and beat one of their best fighters, he proved it, that he was the guy. It was no joke, so.
2: Right. Like, well, even the connection to the worms, like they say, you know, he'll know, he'll know our ways, like he was born to him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, all, like, all of the prophecy that leads up to that, like, even the worms already have that connection to him uh and yeah. that's like even the mouse right they're showing the little mouse uh later in the series that becomes his name they ask like what what do you call the mouse on the moon and they say Muadid. um so anyways, like even the little mouse in the desert has a connection to him so like he's already connected to all of these creatures on rackets including the prune. yeah um
0: i do like that in in the short amount of listening to the audible um I, I like the casting of Paul Atreides in this more than I like the casting in the first one. In, in the first in, in the first film, Paul Atreides was almost a man, but they describe him in the book as like a fifteen-year-old boy, as a as a child, not 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 a, not a full-grown man. Kyle McLaughlin right. went on to investigate murders not long after that as a member <laughs> of the FBI, so like he was a full-grown <laughs> man who was able to go to college by that time (laughs) um right so um i i like my concern i like the i like the film now looking back on it more than i did last night um because i didn't have a this great a depth Uh, i didn't have as much of the depth as as y'all have provided today what i'm um my fear is that with a film being so expensive to make that you run into a problem with uh, is there now a possibility of them uh, not continuing the series because there were more uh, there were more books in uh, in the dune series uh, before David Lynch got his hands on there. Uh, Siri and I have been speaking recently. Uh, he was talking to me about the 19 uh, the original like 1977 dune um, you can probably talk about <laughs> for a little bit but even david lynch's uh film wasn't the first time someone had tried to make dune and do it justice it's a big film it's a big story and it's a big universe i think that when you run when you make these huge science fiction films they cost a lot of money to make you run a very very big risk of if the film is not successful uh do we see the continuation of this story or now do we have to learn to read again (laughs)
1: well they can build their following like in between the comic books and the book uh people fan base you know they're building a following so there's people who watch that little dune series and if they didn't if they came to that movie last night they're gonna say oh i need to watch that dune series because that's you know the way it ended they're not gonna know why did it end like that that was kind of stupid i need to look into that so I think it'll probably spark up a new fan base and restir the old fan base. They probably already have that second movie made. And they're just waiting to see how this does and then release
2: it. You know. I think I, I was talking with Beth this morning about that. I think quite as far as uh fan base goes, it's really going to strike the uh the old fan base. So Those got everybody who was a fan to begin with they're rushing out to see it they're excited but it's all old people right i think uh uh if you're just getting into it this movie probably is gonna move uh a little slow if you don't have any background Uh, it might not strike like a strong fucking following just off of that part one i think it because there's just so much character establishment that if you don't already have source to fall back on then you're like, well, what the fuck? It ended like right when it was getting good. <laughs> so. Yeah.
1: That's why I think it'll make them read the book. They'll look into it and go, hey, oh, shit, there's going to be another part. or Even the comic books, you know what I mean? It'll make them start draw. and they'll draw another fan, uh, respark a fan base, restart one. Not a huge one. So here's not a here's little- Star Wars.
2: So here's a little tidbit though, like that I found very interesting was, uh, so I want to read the book again. We have a copy at the bookstore, but Beth already uh, is getting it to someone else. So this morning I was going to, I ordered one. So when I'm looking at the new (laughs) price for the book, which is around $10 for a used for a new copy, right? Uh, Right. I'm looking at used books. I'm expecting five, $6. Uh, The used books are... Comparable, or if not more expensive than the new books, so I think there's a huge resurgence in book sales. Just Dune itself—I mean, try, try try to buy a copy of Dune off the internet right now, and you're paying anywhere from ten to sixteen dollars just for that yeah. for a copy of this paperback book, you know? And it's selling new for ten to sixteen dollars. I mean, that's a hundred percent like uh, uh, value being maintained by this movie. So the book sales are just crazy right now. So I think it's a
1: yeah. little bit of both, but. yeah, I think will I think it's already going to spark just, I mean, that's how it's gotta work. It's not going to catch them by all the action because that part didn't happen yet. You know, like no. you said in the original, uh, the old movie, they crammed everything together and they kind of just made the action happen. Like all, like it was kind of blender mix, you know, so. I hope they come out with a part. I hope they have that part too. At least by maybe spring, maybe it'll be. You know, they'll try it in the early summer.
0: Uh, so, Jacob, do you know anything about uh, a follow-up to uh, to the Doom? Uh, is it? Do we know anything about a part two coming soon, or is there? <coughs> uh, are, they, are they taking a wait and see approach to uh, to this film?
3: Uh, I was reading an article this morning that they're not going to do the old method of it's got to make its money back and then some before they'll consider it. They're looking at the analytics for HBO Go, which a lot of us weren't expecting that to factor in, but they said they're going to factor that in. Um, uh. Right now, I think it's made 200, or by Sunday, they expect it to have made 200 million worldwide. Um, there was an article I read that said they needed, they've spent about 330 million Uh, when you factor in the budget advertising and the cost of delays so some people are expecting that they need to make 330 million to 400 million before uh the warner brothers is going to look at the sequel but that article this morning made it sound a lot more hopeful that we will see the sequel
2: now i would think that they would like we talked about last night, i would think they would take the uh uh, lord of the rings approach where yeah, you know, they'd already filmed, uh, yeah, part one and part two, and like just, just do the CG, CG continuity. Yeah, yeah. Then like they already have all the the film footage they need. They just need to do the CG, bang out one, see how it turns out, and then they say they 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 make their money and then some, and then they can automatically dump part two on the heels yeah. of that, you know, just to to keep that money coming in. Yeah. All right.
1: I think that's a very strong possibility.
0: If it's a if it's a big, strong production, I mean, but keep in mind, like Lord of the Rings was mandatory reading in every school around the world uh, since you know the the dawn of
1: <laughs> it's the
0: dawn of the written word. Um, <laughs> there, is, uh, there was the Bible, and then there was the saga of Middle Earth and the little people here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. Dune almost has. Uh, it seems like it has a more select fan base than that. Um, I mean, I can understand why they would want, um, why they'd want to take a wait and see approach. But it seems like if you've got everyone there, why not, why not do it right then? You know, like you've got everyone in this in the spot, uh, you might as well try and bang out as much uh, as much stuff as you can. Um, just because when is the next time you're going to get. Javier Bottom, the kid that plays uh, Willy Wonka, the the girl from a Spider Man, and all of these other people in the same room together. Um, so, you know, it's the the chance of getting this done again, getting everyone together again, is going to be a lot harder in the future, especially if this film is successful. A lot more people are going to. Uh, Inclined to hire, you know, so and so and so and so. Um, I, I don't know what I don't know who's knocking down Josh Brolin's door to make fresh two. Um, <laughs>
2: I, I'd pay to see it.
0: I, I want to know where Corey Webster is. I want to know, I want to know yeah. what's up with, uh, uh, with, uh, with the daggers. What's up with the daggers? You know, Christian Hussoy mm. seems to be doing all right, right. You know, um, yeah. Um you know. maybe, like maybe like a cross reference,
2: gives some thrashing too and what was in rad. Like in Rad. Like, I oh my yeah.
1: gosh, I have to <laughs> re watch rad. That is hilarious.
0: So let me know. I I'm not <laughs> sure. Did um uh, did Josh like, Roman die in the attack? Yes.
1: flashbacks. Smoked a lot. I might have been shrooming at the time. Uh, yes, he did. Yes,
0: yeah. Um,
2: but like, so I don't know. Like in the old movie, uh, Duncan. I thought his character the... ends up coming back. Right, and they end up like he ends up being one of yeah, the, like his right hand. The framan,
1: the framan warrior like they found him wandering through the desert later I guess after the siege or whatever
2: and they right. kept so, him so right. I don't remember enough of the I don't remember enough of the book to really like say how the novel cast it so
0: I don't know um, I don't know I would like to see I would like to see the origin story of how Corey Webster became the angry warrior um
1: Dude, he was so mad, huh?
0: He was I, angry. He, he seemed like an unhappy dude. Like I if, thought he, yeah. If your entire mm-hmm. life is ba- is based on assault and death and, like, trying to kill a little boy, like, that's your job, is to try and, and, and get that little boy ready to not be killed by you. Seems like a pretty rough gig. Like, you've got a lot of, I don't know, what else? Are Anger
1: you doing? issues. <laughs>
0: Like, in your off time, do you crochet? Do you read books about not trying to kill little people? <laughs>
2: no. no. He should get laid. I don't, I don't <laughs> think he's crocheting, though. Crocheting is actually,
0: like, pretty. Piece- he played an instrument. Shit, he did play an instrument, if I'm not mistaken. Like, he had his little Patrick guitar, Stewart. long guitar thing. And actually, I think oh, they yeah. mentioned to it in the film. Where's your thingamabobber? I'm not playing it today. Um,
1: <laughs> I don't think he played it enough.
0: No. And now he can't anymore because he's dead. They killed Corey Webster. He's
1: dead. He can play it in heaven. He'll be in the orchestra.
0: <laughs> he won't have to kill anyone ever again.
1: No. He won't be <laughs> angry
0: uh so i have um i have the the freeware version of of uh zoom which means it's gonna cut off in about five minutes do we want to keep this thing going
2: yeah five minutes let's burn it up all right burn up the five minutes Cause like like i think uh the ending i thought i was kind of curious as we're watching it like what how they were gonna kill part one um, I liked how, where they stopped rather than it becoming, uh, uh, getting too far into his adaptation of becoming a Fremen and, uh, all of that. But I like how, I know like in the original, they don't bring a worm writing in until later, but I like how they threw it in there. Like what May said, the, the, show, yeah. the connection between the people and then kind of, that's like, it's a good place for a beginning with without leaving it too much cliffhangery, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I wasn't sure how they were gonna they get that like that segue, you know, where where Well his eyeballs
1: like... didn't change. You're right. right about that. His eyes didn't change yet, so Yeah. In the a movie, remember his eyeballs changed real quick, like they all of a sudden they got their suits, they were in the caves, bam, eyeballs changed. He hooked up with that chick, he was drinking the water, like, bam, he was going through the moments, you know, like, it happened really fast. They crammed so much right. in, like
2: you said. Right, and like, even in that version of the movie, like, the connection to the worm wasn't established until he drank the water of life, like, Yeah. like, when he drank the water of life, all the worms come up, and they're like,
1: oh, oh,
2: oh. oh.
1: yeah 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 i like that worm that was really cool and the and the swords they made the they didn't have connection with that special blade in the old movie you know the original in this one they have a connection with the blade it's being its teeth and how special because you actually had to go and get that tooth you know what i mean or the worm had to give it or whatever or you went to maybe if they had some kind of burial ground or whatever. Anyhow, it was a special sword. It wasn't just
3: steel. Christmas. It was,
1: yeah, it yeah, was a tooth. Knife. Yeah, I thought that was
2: pretty cool. Yeah. I imagine <laughs> if there was like a worm graveyard, though, there's enough teeth. In there yeah. To have a knife for everybody, like they could.
0: <laughs> but if right. it's a sacred place. What if there are, like, little baby worm guards protecting the worm cemetery?
1: Well, I think baby. it was passed on because that chick said her aunt gave her hers. So I think yeah. it was passed, they were passed on. They weren't just, like, everybody got one. Yeah. I think your aunt or your uncle or your father or your mother, you know what I mean? It was passed on, and then when you died or your children or whatever. A
3: tooth from the largest it. sandworm on the planet. Yeah. why didn't
0: they have guns like they had a gun they were like they did
3: uh paul had stolen one of their guns um and was holding on them and then zendaya came up and told him that he couldn't use it
0: yeah but why why doesn't anyone have guns like it attracts the worms
1: because the noise attracts the worms and they're you know they're not as easy to
2: make Bullets. Sand wow. gets everywhere. <laughs> but I mean, well, like, yeah, well, uh, no, you got a good point. I thought, yeah, I thought about that when they were doing like the the car and all that. They're all coming into the siege, um, and everybody's fucking coming out on like their goddamn uh, uh, uh feudal Europe. You know, they got, <laughs> they got
0: their that retro work.
3: futuristic.
0: Yeah, well, they're they're unloading off the off yeah. the ships. Uh, but they've all got knives like and swords. Why don't they have guns? I don't they <laughs> yeah, think, yeah, yeah. think that, that would be a great time if the guy in front of you has a sword to have a gun? All right. Right. And sword I and think, gun, that's cool. But think in the future, do they not have guns?
3: I think part of that is the the shields. When you're looking yeah. in order to deliver the kills, oh, it right, had to be yeah. slower. It had to be slow because if it's above a certain velocity, it just ricochets off the shields but
0: i think if you're shooting a gun at a shield it would still weaken the shield Uh, or it would be be enough of an irritant i don't know
3: yeah i I think it was just sure They killed faster with the blades at a slower velocity than a bullet
0: i like that i'll take your word for it you read the books i like
3: i'll double check though it's been a while (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: yeah because think about those darts even the dart when he threw the dart to the king uh the dart in the Duke's back. Remember, it was slow moving and it was in the spot. He couldn't push it off. You know, he couldn't get it off before it penetrated his shield because it was right in the center. He wasn't stretchy enough. If he were more flexible in the shoulders, he could have reached down there and smacked it.
2: That happens with bodybuilders, though, you know?
1: I know. They get all tight in the shoulders, uh, puffy. (laughs)
3: So, according to the Dune fandom website, The technical revolution caused by the introduction of the Holtzman shield had made projectile weapons largely obsolete, but they were still favored by soldiers over the more dangerous and less reliable LAS gun.